Welcome to CIF The Blessing Radio, where we bring you music and stories to inspire and motivate you. You are now tuned in to CIF The Blessing Radio, the audio offering of the Singles and Professionals Network of Christ's International Fellowship in Makati City. Click the subscribe button to receive notification for new content. You can also email us at cifTheBlessing at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, or prayer requests. Follow us on Facebook at CIFTheBlessing and Instagram at CIFTheBlessing. Hello and a blessed day to our listeners here in CIF The Blessing Radio. You are now listening to The Blessed Talks with Lawrence and today we have a very special guest with us. As we all know, the month of March has been declared as the National Women's Month here in the Philippines. And in the international scope, the 8th of the month is the International Women's Day. For this podcast, we will talk about the importance and the role of a Christian woman in our society. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's world? Our guest for today is a registered mission worker and is serving as the youth pastor of CIF Youth Quest. She graduated cum laude from Miriam College with a degree in Bachelor of Arts in International Studies, major in International Politics. She also holds a master's degree in Applied Sociology and Anthropology from Ateneo de Manila University. Prior to her full-time work as a youth minister, she worked at the Ateneo Human Rights Center as a communications officer and a program officer for children's rights, where she worked closely with the children and the youth in ensuring that their rights to survival, development, protection, and participation are fulfilled. For the past years, she has been leading small groups of students from different schools here in Makati City including those from University of Makati, in growing deeper in their faith, excelling in school, and developing their God-given gifts. With the COVID-19 pandemic, she is conducting online small group gatherings and sessions for students and young professionals, providing space for them for sharing and encouraging, especially in the midst of this crisis. Listeners of CIF The Blessing Radio, let's welcome our special guest, Miss Maria Cristina Armorhino, or lovingly known as Pastora Cris. Hi there, Pastora Cris. How are you? Hi, Lawrence. Hi, everyone. Yeah, it's a great morning to all. Morning, but all afternoon. Um, we'll be releasing this by 12 noon. Yeah, but people ah, okay. will probably be li- listening this anytime. Okay. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me here, Lawrence. Yeah, so um, before we go to the um, interview proper, so I've heard that you are currently attending the G12 Women's Conference. So how, how is it? Any learning lesson that you got from the event so far? Mm-mm. Yes, we've been attending it since yesterday palang naman, but it's very interesting. The topic is mostly on fruitfulness and multiplication. So it's very timely to everyone, especially sa mga uh, kasama natin sa CIA family because our focus tiba, recently since January is on fruitfulness. Yun, nakakatuwa lang to hear stories dun sa women's conference from different walks of life, from different ages, 
talaga nakaka-inspire siya. So, simula pa lang yun, ang dami na namin na-receive on how to be fruitful, especially as a Christian woman of God. Yun. Yeah. So, um, we have seen in in the introduction that you have degrees in the social sciences. So, the international studies, then applied sociology and anthropology. So, what made you study those courses? Mm, well, nung college, I really took up international studies kasi gusto kong mag-work in the development world. Yun. So, parang ganong age pa lang ako. Yes. Medyo hashtag para sa bayan na yung naisip ko. And when I when I went into, yun nga, nag-work ako for nine years sa Human Rights Center. And parang nagkaroon ng opportunity for me to take up master's. Um, I thought of taking, yun nga, um, development studies or a course related to that, which is sociology and anthropology. Kasi I really want to work with people, especially marginalized. Yung work ko kasi ganun siya related eh, on children and on the youth. So, I thought na mas maganda kumuha ng course na related doon. So, mas, ma- ex- mas maging expert. Yes, quote-unquote. Mas maging expert pa ako with um, me taking up y- yung master on uh, sociology and anthropology. Yung sociology kasi, it talks about um, how you um, see the society. And ang maganda kasi doon sa course ko, it is applied, applied sociology and anthropology. So, it's more on hindi lang siya theoretical, pero how you apply yung theories sa reality, which is yung mga nangyayari sa paligid, yung mga, mga nangyayari sa mga uh, kabataan, sa mga children. So, yun. Yun talaga yung um, nakita ko doon. And kasi nung nag-masters ako, last na to, sorry. Nung nag-masters ako, um, I'm already working in the youth ministry. So, nakita ko na this course is not just applicable in parang academic side. Pero yung mga ginagawa namin doon, talagang applicable din siya sa ministry na ginagawa ko. So, yun. So, ang galing lang ng connection na ginawa ni Lord. Yeah. So, uh, we could see na from your previous work, uh, di ba, you work with children and the youth and then in your um, in your ministry sa church, you're also working with the youth. So, parang there's a trend here na that you love working with young people. So, why is that? Yeah. Oo nga, no? Galing. <laughs> Parang hindi ko alam. <laughs> yes, I actually really love working with the youth and young people in general. Well, pwede rin mga children kasi nung nag-work pa ako sa Human Rights Center, uh, madalas rin ka-work with namin mga children. Pero mostly nga yung mga youth. Ako ko, I think talagang even before, meron na talaga akong ano, heart. Meron talaga akong heart for the youth. Siguro kasi nga na-expose ako sa mga issues ng mga kabataan, lalo na nung nag-aaral ako, parang ang dami naming mga um, napag-aralan on struggles ng mga children and the youth across the world. So medyo nakarelate din ako doon. Tsaka even when I was still in college, active rin ako sa mga activities or mga projects with working with um, peace building with the youth, yung mga ano pa ba, mga um, development work for the youth. So yun, and siguro yun nga, growing up, na-expose kasi ako sa mga issues ng kabataan, like um, mga teen pregnancy, yung mga issues ng mga trafficking. O di ba, bata-bata ko pa na-expose na ako. <laughs> na-expose na ako doon, especially nung college. 
imagine parang first year, second year college, ina- inaaral na namin yun. So talagang from then on, nagkaroon talaga ako ng heart na I want to, yes, I want to make a difference. Lakas makaano no, makandidato. Pero yun, parang growing up na-expose talaga ako dun sa uh, mga issues ng mga young people across the world. So until now, um, I think, ganun pa din eh, yun pa rin yung focus ko kahit na matanda na ako, hindi na ako youth, pero yung heart ko for the youth, hindi pa rin talaga siya nawawala. Let's go with the first okay. question. So, um, how would you describe a Christian woman in today's world? So, how is she different from other women? And even, how is she different from a Christian man? Yun. So, I think, um, looking at this question na sobrang, ano siya, ano ba, encompassing, ang lawak-lawak niya, I think yung parang um, clear description of a Christian woman can be described yun dun sa timeless na verse which is in Proverbs 31. I think ito yung timeless description of a Christian woman on, or how a Christian woman ought to be. And siguro yun nga, para tuloy-tuloyin ko na rin yung question, um, kung yung mga listeners natin na nanonood, pwede yung buksa, hindi ako magpipreach, no? Pero kasi, I was thinking parang, paano ko ba i-describe yung Christian woman? Pero ito talaga kasi, very timeless siya. It fits, it fits all generation, it fits any, any circumstance, any um, parang uh, season, yung Proverbs 31. Pero mag-emphasize na ako doon sa verses 26 to 31 para lang alam nila yung description. So yung una doon na description, she, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. So I think a Christian woman is um, not afraid to speak her mind out, tapos bold siya and passionate. Yun kasi yun eh, she speaks with wisdom. Kasi isa pang description of a Christian woman is she, wa- she watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. So dito, whether married ka or single ka, at pangalawang description, whether married ka or single ka, you take care of your family and even yung disciples mo while going about your own your own business. Diba? Hindi naman, kasi marami nagsasabi, Proverbs 31 is ano siya, actually yung title ng verse na yun, the character of a noble wife. Pero ngayon kasi, especially in our generation, hindi naman parang pag may asawa ka na lang na nagtitaker ka ng family. Maraming ang single, di ba? Shout out sa lahat ng singles dyan. Na hanggang ngayon, di ba? You are either the breadwinner of your family, you take care of your family, kahit na parang hindi ka pa naman talaga technically nanay, or sa mga cell leaders na, na nakikinig, or sa mga uh, leaders, managers na merong dinidisciple, you actually watch over the affairs of your household or, or your family. Kasi pangatlo doon, Pangatlo, tsaka pang-apat, sabi doon, her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. So, itong portion pa lang na to, doon sa verse 29, ito talaga yung set apart ng Christian women from others. Sabi mo nga, how is it different from uh, from other women or from other Christian or from Christian men? So, yung sinabi doon, many women do noble things. ba Parang ako, uh, nung nag-work ako sa development work, ang dami doon, Lawrence actually halos lahat ng mga nagtatrabaho sa development work, babae, hindi ko alam kung bakit, especially for children. Yung mga nag-work sa non-government organization, ang dami doon, puro mga babae. Kaya sinasabi nila, development work, pang babae lang yan, pero hindi. Pero, what sets apart a Christian woman is that, sabi doon sa verse, many women do noble things. Yan, ang daming mga gumagawa ng noble things, pero, you surpass them all if you're a Christian woman. 
Kasi nga, yung last part nun, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Yan. So talaga nagsustood out in a crowd ang isang Christian woman na um, parang sa pagiging isang Christian mo pa palang parang hindi na pwedeng hindi ka mag-stand out kasi yun yung parang call sa atin ni Lord. So yun, yun yung I think um, description of a Christian woman in today's generation. Before your full-time work or full-time service in the church as a pastor, di ba? you work in a um, for the children's right, right? So um, how are you able to um, show to other people or uh, make others feel na you are a Christian woman then? Siguro ano, kasi when we work with children, we work in both, ano, parang in two ways. First, we work dun sa working for children, yung mga katulad ko, yung mga adult, na sila yung mga nag-guide sa mga children, sila yung mga head ng mga organizations. Yung pangalawa, we work directly with children. Dun sa aspect na working directly with children, paano ko napakita yung pagiging Christian woman ko? I actually tell them na I share um, the word of God with them. Parang I, yung whenever I teach them, whenever I talk to them, um, it's based dun sa perspective ng pagiging isang Christian. Paano? Parang, yun nga, I share the word of God sa kanila kapag nag-share. Kasi yung mga children that we work with, parang ano eh, parang talagang nag-ministry ka dun sa trabaho ko before. Kasi mag-share sila ng struggles nila. Pag kinamusta mo sila, syempre, mga ngamusta kami dahil community work na yun. So mag-share sila, ate, ganito yung nangyayari sa pamilya namin. Nasunugan kami, tapos medyo um, wala kaming mga kulang yung mga pangailangan namin. So maliban sa we provide direct services with them, yung help sa kanila, we encourage them. So, sasabihin ko, um, I would encourage them with the Word of God. Tapos, we would pray. Yun. So, hindi nawawala yung pag-pray namin kasi tinuturo rin namin sa mga bata yung importance of prayer. Kasi naman sa mga katrabaho namin na adult, well, what is amazing with working with children and children's rights is marami doon ay faith-based. Pag sinabing faith-based, there are actually organizations that are Christ-centered. Yan. So, if you know, for example, International Justice Mission, sila ay faith-based organization. So, marami doon mga krisyano din. Tapos, ang ginagawa nila is um, nag-rescue sila ng mga teenagers na nakikita sa like mga sa prostitution, na involved sa prostitution, na involved sa human trafficking. So, yun. So, talagang merong ganong aspect yung work ko na um, nag-sharing kami ng aming faith, nag-encourage kami with the word of God. At nagpe-pray din kami talaga. So yun, yun yung, I think, aspect no na makikita nila how I am as a Christian uh, woman in my work field. Okay, so as we have said a while ago, so the month of March has been declared as the National Women's Month. And for the theme for this year is Juana Laban sa Pandemia, Kaya, and there's a hashtag, women make change. So what do you think are the things that a woman, so either a Christian or not a Christian, na, uh, what can they do in this trying time? So what, for you, what are the things that you personally would like to change either in your life, community, or even in the country? Yeah. So I think itong question na to, ano siya, ang dami niyang cover, And Yung konsepto kasi ng change, ano yan eh, napakalaki yan. <laughs> there, ano siya, mabigat talaga siya and it it doesn't just happen in parang one, ano ba, in a lifetime. Change happens in across generation. 
ba you pass on your later on di ba yung may question about um, advocacy yung movement pero siguro when it comes dun sa what do I want to change in my life in the community in the country well I'm no expert when it comes to women's concerns parang I can't um, say that I represent every aspect every ano ba every um, concern of of women lalo na if you go into women's rights or women's issues and dami talaga nun. Uh, per ano ba, per region, iba pa yon, per country, iba rin yon. Well, like for example, in the Philippines, maybe we have the right of suffrage or the right to vote, but and the right to speak. But in other places, wala rin sila, wala silang ganong right. Pero I think um, seeing parang with what I'm seeing and with what I know of, but I think one of the crucial things that has to change at every level in our society, whether it be in the household, in the community, and in the country as a whole, or um, yung in the country in general is yung bigger ano ba is yung um, general perspective natin on women parang what does that mean women are still discriminated against by the society even up to now marami pa ring mga kababaihan marami pa ring mga kabataang babae ang nadediscriminate um in different fields iba in different uh, levels nga na society and yes actually totoo we've gone so far when it comes to access to education um, dati wala namang mga women na nakakapag-take up ng mga courses like engineering yung mga tinitingnan nila na medyo pang lalaki ganun di ba and um when it comes to jobs yan yung mga women may access na rin to different kinds of jobs and may, may mga iba pang bagay pero meron pa ring mga tinatawag na gaps like for example uh, many still do not regard women with high value some would even say eto dahil ano naman tayo um Christian naman yung ano natin perspective. Some would even say that the Bible is very biased, di ba, towards men. Tama no, marami nagsasabi doon. Actually, um nung nag-work pala ako even nung college ako, syempre graduate ako ng women's ano ba, all um exclusive school for women, uh, Miriam College. And then nung nag-work ako, women's rights. Kasi alam nilang Kristiyano ako, may mga magsasabi. At ganun yung Bible, ano yan, very biased naman yan. Puro lalaki lang diyan ba Abraham Isaac Jacob pa nga lang ganun or um, lahat na lang parang puro mga lalaki yung nagsu-stand out pero i beg to disagree and that pero syempre ibang topic na yon siguro pag pinag-usapan natin yung um pagiging bias ba or hindi ng bible sa men matagal na usapan din yon hindi mo na ako mag-focus doon pero ano yung ibig sabihin doon even in some churches sabi ko nga discriminated against pa rin yung women women do not have a voice ba in some churches um may mga alam akong places or churches na hindi pwede mag-preach ang babae. Hindi lang yan sa Pilipinas, even in the US, even in, I, I remember there was an issue before, frowned upon talaga yung mga babae nag-preach. May mga nagsasabi na hindi daw yun biblical. Pero, again, that's a different topic. Ang daming mga masyashare ko na, na mga Bible verses that would support yung women having a voice. Good thing nga, yung church natin as part ng International Pentecostal Holiness Church and tayo, part din tayo ng G12 movement, we value the voice of women and we also know that yung mga um, women are actually anointed to prophesy, to preach, and to minister especially in the last day. So I think siguro going back nga doon, changing yung perspective ng mga tao towards women na discriminated pa rin tayo. Tayo, you know, kami discriminated pa rin ang mga kababaihan um, at some point even into ano, the present time. 
yun. Okay, so in relation dun sa pandemic na currently nangyayari pa rin, hindi pa rin nasosolve. So, I've written last last month, I think, so I've written an article about um, teenage pregnancy na tumaas siya by uh, almost 21% last year lang. So, it's around one in every five um, teenagers na um, naging victims of teenage pregnancy. So, um, what's your opinion on that? Dun sa, well, yung teenage pregnancy, malaki talaga siyang issue, di ba? Even before pa the, the pandemic, nagkaroon na ng, um, well, the Philippines is actually on a rise when it comes to teenage pregnancy. And yun nga, tama yung sinabi mo, Lawrence, um, when the pandemic happened, mas nag-increase siya. Kasi syempre, um, parang everyone is stay at home, tiba And nakakalungkot, pero nag-increase din yung... Well, I'm not sure with the data when it comes to this, pero I know na nag, parang patuloy pa rin yung growth. Syempre, hindi ko naman masasabi agad nag-increase, pero nag-growth, parang um, nagkaroon din ng... Dahil nga doon sa teenage pregnancy, yung mga um, sexual intercourse, either... Um, parang parehas na teenager or may, may parang may adult na involved, especially nasa isang household, di ba? Either nandun yung tatay, yung um, kapatid na mas matanda or uncle. So it's actually um, a very sad situation happening in the Philippines or in the country. And it's actually supposed to be alarming. Actually, dapat ma-alarm yung society natin, even the church. Ito yung, um, when it comes to children's rights, nagkakasundo lahat ng churches even um, even yung mga iba't ibang faith-based organizations nagkakaroon ng interfaith na um, agreement na alam talaga nila that the rights of young people should be protected especially in times of pandemic kaya nga I remember merong mga nilabas na um, parang policies or ano ba, hindi pa naman, hindi ko sure kung law na siya, hindi na ako updated when it comes to yung mga napapasang law. Pero may mga nilabas rin na guidelines when it comes to um, addressing the needs of women, of children, when it comes in times of pandemic, in times of crisis. Kasi talagang mas nadodoble yon or mas nagiging yung, yung term doon, mas nagiging vulnerable sila, mas nagiging affected sila. Kasi syempre, ano eh, constraint na nga sila, hindi na nga sila makalabas. Paano sila makakapag-report kung hindi na sila makalabas? Or paano sila makakapag-report kung wala naman silang access, di ba? So yun, so talagang kailangan mas ma-address yung needs nila. And um, of course, we get the the voice of children when it comes to addressing their needs. Pero yung mga adult working with children, sila talaga rin yung may responsibility. And even tayo in the church, kami, in the youth ministry, kaya ang ginagawa rin namin, um, para rin matulungan yung mga, mga young people maliban sa we provide um, direct needs or kinakamusta sila. We also provide mga trainings to, for, to help them know their rights, to help them address that issue, those issues. Um, before nga mag-pandemic, nagkaroon kami ng training on um, teenage pregnancies or yung mga issues sa mga kabataan with our barangay sa Barangay Pitugo. Kaso naudlot yung part ko noon kasi nag-pandemic. So hopefully talaga yung mga ganun, parang even online, magkaroon pa rin ng mga ganong trainings 
para alam din ng mga kabataan kung ano yung mga dapat nilang gawin. Kasi sa totoo lang, maraming mga youth, hindi rin talaga nila alam yung when it comes to issues na mga related sa sex. Nagugulat sila, hala, buntis na ako. Kasi hindi nila alam. And nakakalungkot actually yun. Kasi kailangan mo lang naman silang, kailangan lang ng basic information about those things. I, ako, I believe even in the church, the issues of sex should not be a taboo. Parang hindi mo dapat siya i-avoid. Yung mga ganun issues. Kasi yun yung issues talaga ng mga kabataan. So kaya kailangan mag-guide mo sila properly. Mamaya i-share ko yung about a movement. May, may, may question about doon, di ba? Movement na relating to those. So yun, yun lang muna siguro doon sa uh, follow-up question. We've seen so many movements happening across the globe. So we have the Black Lives Matter movement, Me Too movement, and uh, many feminist movements. So what are your opinions on these? And would you yourself start a similar movement, uh, maybe centering on Christian women? Ayan. So again, working for human rights, um, in the human rights field for almost nine years, eh, nag-graduate nga ako in an all-girls na school nung college, uh, I've been exposed to many or different movements uh, locally, regionally, internationally. And I think these are all powerful. Sabi, what's my opinion when it comes to movements? I think these are all powerful uh, movements. And ang general focus naman ng movement is to bring about change. Diba? Sabi mo nga, uh, yung IT natin, diba? hashtag women bring change. Diba? Women make change pala. Women make change. And any movement, I think, um, it's it's a powerful movement, um, and it it really is aimed towards um, bringing about change. But when it comes to movement, and you know what what my opinion is when it comes to movement is that I think many great movements, uh, especially mga great uh, world changers, history makers, I think yung pinaka model talaga nila is Jesus as their parang peg when it comes to movement. If we go back to the life of Jesus, parang lahat ng klase ng movement, ano yan eh, parang taob when it comes to what Jesus did during his time. But he's really a radical uh, person. He's a revolutionary when it comes to during his time. But he would go against, hindi actually go against, eh, he would stand to the truth when it comes to um, yung rights ng mga oppressed, but he would stand by those who are oppressed. And that is exactly what uh, rights, human rights organizations are doing. Even actually, Mahatma Gandhi, isa to sa mga heroes ko when I was in college. Si Mahatma Gandhi recognized Jesus. If you go back dun sa life niya, he would quote Bible verses in, in his movement. Uh, kasi si Mahatma Gandhi was known as a uh, non-violent uh, move, ano to, uh, leader. He, he, he led a non-violent movement during his time in India para magkaroon ng peace. Diba? He followed yung model ni Jesus, nagpasya for 40 days. He only drank water, kaya talagang nanghina siya during that time. And ako, yung my perspective on this, my opinion on this, is as a follower of Jesus, siguro ito lang yung difference ko from other um, mga nagsiset ng movements. I believe that all movements, so ito all, so ibig sabihin lahat talaga siya, should be biblically founded. Parang whatever sector, parang anong sector man yung pinapakin, yung parang nire-represent mo, whether you represent the rights of a marginalized group na like farmer or fisher folks or what, whatever pa yan, if it's not biblically founded, I think na parang there's, ought, ought to be parang, parang pag-isipan mong mabuti yung movement na ginagawa mo. Kasi any movement, kasi may movement ka ng ginagawa, parang nga, mag-move for change. 
di ba? And si Jesus nga as our model, parang it should be uh, biblically based. Dapat um, yung perspective mo, bakit, sinong sector yung, tinap, yung tinatayuan mo, anong right yung pinaglalaban mo, it should be biblically based. Uh, yun, again, um, studying international studies in college, ito na yung mga um, when it comes to parang magtatayo ba ako ng movement. Uh, actually, Lawrence, kung di mo natatanong, tinanong mo na nga, eh, no? it's actually my dream. Tinanong mo ako, di ba, bakit ako nag-take up ng international studies? Ba't ako nag-masters in sociology and anthropology? Dream ko talaga actually magtayo ng non-government organization. At nung college ako, naalala ko, even nung high school pa lang, meron yung tinatawag, nakalimutan ko yung class prophecy nung high school kami. Yung class, pro- class prophecy sa akin na binigay ko is, pagtanda ko, hindi ko maalala ko ilang taon dapat ako noon nung high school ako, third year high school ako. Pagdating ko daw ng, ano, ng 20s or 30s ko, meron na ako sariling organization, development organization working for the rights of um, mga marginalized people. And yun talaga yung dream ko. And yung bansa natin when it comes to organizations and movements, ang dami natin noon. We are a haven of NGOs. Kaya nga, di ba, kung alam nyo, nagka-issue before yung Kainapolis. Di ba? Yung iba't-ibang organizations, yung may mga nire-represent na iba't-ibang organizations, hindi pala siya nag exist Kasi very democratic tayo when it comes to starting organizations. Kaya nga sabi ko, if you're gonna start a movement, if you're gonna start an organization sa sobrang dami na niya, make sure that yours is biblically founded. Kasi, ano yun, dali-dali lang gumawa eh. Pero baka naman, ano lang yun, for your own interest or for an interest ng ilan lang tao. Pero, yun nga, ang dami-dami na actually nating mga organizations. And ako, um, instead of, siguro at, at this point of my life, instead of starting my own, I would support. Ando na ako sa level na magsusupport ako kasi ang dami na talaga magagandang organizations. Nabanggit ko kayo ng International Justice Mission, nagpa-partner sila with churches, yan, in the right, in, in um, addressing the ano, rights of women. Tapos, there's this movement that I'm also supporting. Ito yung Puso Movement. Yes. It's a Christian organization. Ang title niya, Puso. And ano siya, um, it's start, uh, ang mga nagpa-partner doon, iba't-ibang uh, mga, iba't-ibang churches, iba't-ibang pastors, uh, leaders, community workers din. At ang focus rin nila is addressing the needs of women, mga young girls. Yan. So, ganun din yung International Justice Mission. So, talagang ano, um, marami talagang movement ngayon na nagtutulungan to address yung mga women's rights and even young girls' rights. Yun. So, yun yung perspective ko on movements. Uh, as we can see online, so, uh, I think people nowadays are yung super sensitive na sa mga uh, sinasabi ng tao, mga nababasa nila online. So, what can you say about those? those yung oversensitive na. So, parang may masabi lang ang isang tao, feeling nila um, nasasakta na sila, na-oppress na sila. Mm. Well, I think um, when it comes to yung mga perspective ng mga tao. Well, kaya nga kailangan, syempre hindi lang naman sa mga Christian women. I think this applies to any person online. Diba? Na when it comes to online presence, we have to be extra careful. Yan. Parang, I remember nung nag-work pa ako, we had a 
we, we conducted a training for children on parang, ano ba yun? Ano na nga ba yung title nun? On cyberspace. Parang ganun. Making the cyberspace na um, parang conducive for children. Teaching them to privatize their lives. Diba? Hindi mo naman kailangan i-publicize yung sabi mo nga. Mema lang, diba? Mema sabi lang. Parang you have to make, parang come to terms with yourself na kailangan may limitation ka when it comes to sharing the things that you want to share online. But it's good that you express yourself. That's an out an outlet actually. Pero you have to have a limit when it comes to... Kasi yun nga, what, ano man yung masabi mo na online, andyan na yan actually forever. Ano man yung ma-post mo, and it's true, parang we've worked with mga sa security, sinabi nila, once it's online, it's forever there. I-delete mo man siya, nasustore lang siya somewhere. So, kaya ikaw, hacker ka, kaya mong ma-access yun if you want really to access that. ba? And, kaya nga, when it comes to sharing the things that you want to share, you have to be very careful. Sabi nga, diba, do sa code, think before you click. Diba? So, kasi, kaya nga, kapag kunwari, nag-post ka ng mga bagay, tapos, may nag-react sa'yo, tapos na-feel mo agad na oppress ka, then you have to be parang parang mindful din do sa sasabihin mo para hindi ka rin ma mabash, 'di ba? Para hindi ka rin ma feel na oppressed ka. Because there are things shareable online, but there are things that you should only share to people that you trust. Pwede mo share online pero like hindi mo naman siya ipapublicize, 'di ba? Magkaiba kasi yung pinapublicize mo at pina-private mo. So kaya siguro do sa mga nan- nakikinig ngayon i-check mo yung mga pinopost mo sa Facebook, baka si lahat ng pinopost mo nakapublic. Kaya kailangan may mga posts ka na naka-private lang, ba? So you have to um, have itong tinatawag na ano, um, ano to? Um, secured identity online and secured emotions <laughs> online. Huwag ka lang bar- ba- ano, bato ng bato ng emotions mo. Lalo na sa Twitter. My goodness. Manage nyo rin yung mga sinasabi. Manage natin sinasabi natin. Yeah. So, I think currently, naging parang standard na once people don't agree with you, they will sort of cancel you. So, yung cancel culture is very, um, parang mm-hmm. nagiging normal na siya right now. So, when people don't agree with you, for example, you're an artist, actress, singer, and then once they disagree with something you say, diba? Ay, canceled ka na. Iiwan ka mm-hmm. na nila. Something like that. Yeah. So, in relation then sa sa National Women's Month, not trying to be political, ha, pero somewhat related doon. So, as we can see, some politicians try to um, degrade yung women women na uh, public servants so uh, yung minumura nila pinagsasabi nila ng something so what can you say about that kind of person or leadership maybe mm, ayun nga i think going back na dun sa question on what needs to be what needs to change i think yun nga eh it it all parang boils down on mutual respect parang parang taking ano ba Parang women moving up to this level in of position in society struggled for them to be able to take that position. Ba? 
um, ako, in my generation, we are blessed. Kasi women who have gone ahead of us fought, yes, kala mo sobrang pina, ano, you know, pinahirapan. Pero they stood for the rights of women na kami, yung generation namin, ay na-enjoy na namin, di ba? And sometimes even take for granted. So I think, kailangan lang talagang ano, kaya nga, yung, um, sen- hindi mas pagiging sensitive, no? Pero yung learning pa on respect when it comes to women, not just women actually, even marginalized. Sabi mo nga, di ba, um, there are people in the government na who look down on women. And again, sabi ko nga, everything should be biblical or ano, um, um, biblically founded. Di ba, when, when, when Paul told Timothy, hindi lang naman si Tim, sabihin niya naman, lalaki na naman yan, hindi naman yan babae. Ba, pero again, that's a different um, ano, culture. Siguro kaya maraming tao, siguro simulan ko na yung um, debate, hindi yung debate, pero yung um, view in the Bible, of course, it's a different culture altogether. But across the world during that time, yung mga women naman talaga ay um, parang, wala naman talaga silang voice during that time. But when Paul, but when you go to the Bible, Jesus was so close to women. But he he has this, that respect. Sino yung unang naka-discover ng tumbi Jesus, di ba? Women. Sila yung who would always stay by the side of Jesus. Parang they're a strong ally of Jesus in their min- in his ministry. So kaya nga, if Jesus during his time, he's a man of influence, hindi man siya presidente, pero people, he has a crowd, he has a following, he he cause movement, have that respect sa mga mga babae, then I think anyone ought to have res- that, that same kind of respect na ibigay nila sa mga kababaihan din. Hindi lang sa kababaihan, even to any marginalized person. Yung mga vulnerable, mga namamarginalized, they ought to be respected. The same way na parang nire-respect natin, anyone in authority. Ba, when a woman is in authority, parang they're placed there by people. So parang they ought to have to get the same respect then, di ba? Um, just like, for example, a pastor or a manager na na na-appoint, na, 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 na for example, or na na-promote because of credentials, then respect them the same way that you respect other people. Kasi, yun nga, pinaghirapan din naman nila yun. Di naman nila yun na, nakuha lang ng, ano, binigay lang sa kanila. So, yun, I think that's uh, my my view on that. Of many views that I have. <laughs> yun na lang muna. Baka tumagal palali usapan. <laughs> okay, so... What is your advice to every Christian woman listening right now to this on this podcast who may be struggling today on their spiritual journey in their workplace or even in their family? Well, I think in general no, yung encouragement or advice that I could tell them and ayun nga eh um parang yung journey of women, iba-iba yan. Diba? Whether, sabi mo nga, um, nagtatrabaho ka, whether single ka or may family ka, parang ano lang, no, kasi ang mga babae, minsan ginujoke nga nila yun, diba? Meron ako nakitang meme. Meron daw isang lalaking nag-CR. Sabi niya, bro, CR lang ako. Kasi yung babae mag-CR. 
CCR ako, sama ako, sama ako. Parang ang dami-dami sumasama, di ba? Parang ano kami, solid kami. Yes. Kaya ano, um, parang know that if you're struggling in your workplace, in your family, know that you're not alone. Yan. Parang there are so many people across the world um, in the Philippines, baka magulat ka na nga lang in your workplace. Meron kang kaparehas na nararanasan na tulad ng nararanasan mo. So, parang you're not alone in your journey. Kaya nga, and there's so many people who are willing and ready to support you. Especially those who are, who think that they don't have a voice. Ba, marami kasing natatakot pa rin mag-speak up. Mag, yan yung issue, yung reporting. But if you're struggling with um, parang bigger issues with your, um, with your being a woman, you're discriminated, you're harassed, or you're experiencing yung mga bagay na hindi dapat may experience ng isang babae, then parang don't be afraid to speak out and don't be afraid to um, to, to, to share kasi malaki yung nalala, nagagawa nung uh, sharing your story. Ganun yung nag-healing process ng mga um, naka-experience ng sa war or mga trauma. They just, um, storytelling is a big portion of healing and overcoming it. And yun nga, parang in any, yun nga, again, you have to be biblically founded. Know that Jesus is always and will always be, yan, close yung heart niya to women. Love na love ni Jesus sa mga women. If you go back to uh, women in the Bible, Jesus would always stand by them. Jesus would always fight for them and fight for their rights. So yun, so if you're struggling, yun lang, talagang ano, um, don't give up. Kasi maraming mga kababaihan um, kung paano natin enjoy yung mga opportunities that we have. They really stood and fought even if when it's when it's hard. Um, if you go back to sa mga women in the Bible, si Queen Esther, di ba? Um, she, she took a stand. Si Mary. I remember si Mary, di ba? Um, if you just imagine, Mary was only a teenager nung, nung nangyari yun. But of course, it's, it's, um, it's part of God's bigger plan. Pero nakarana siya nun sigurado ng mga um, ano to, mga negative na pagtingin sa kanya. Pero sabi niya dun sa, in, in Luke, diba, sabi niya, be it unto me according to your word, according to your promise. So let the Lord's promise be fulfilled pa rin in your lives. And let God uh, move in your circumstances. So yun, yun lang ang aking final encouragement. Okay, that's it for today's episode of Blessed Talks with Lawrence. So thank you very much, Pastora Chris, for sharing your thank you, time, thank you, Lawrence, your wisdom thank you and expertise today. So personally, I've learned so many things and I believe the same goes to our listeners. So before we end this podcast, so any, any last words or invitation to our listeners? Probably sa mga... Um, kabataan na nakikinig ngayon. So, are there any events from the Youth Quest that you would like them to join? Um, siguro yung upcoming, this is in partnership, di ba, with, sing, uh, with Singles and Professionals and the Women's Net ng CIF. So, we have to maximize this season. Ayun nga, we have our Women's Conference sa G12, but sa CIF, we also are having yung um, nalalapit na light to uh, light to the home, light to the world. Yan. So, ito yung event natin this coming March 27 at 7 p.m. via Google Meet. 
So we hope na yung mga listeners and even friends ninyo ay maka-join. Napakaganda ng mga sharings dito. May mag-share na youth, may mag-share na young professional, may mag-share na nanay. So lahat makaka-relate, lahat ng ages at uh, walks of life. So we hope na maka-join din silang lahat. So yun, yun lang. Yun lang naman. Okay, thank you. So tune in for more podcast content here in CIF The Blessing Radio. Available on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public Apps. So The Blessed Tunes with Joy drops every second Saturday of the month and The Blessed Talks with Lawrence drops every fourth Saturday of the month. Thank you everyone and have a blessed day.